Welcome to the Teach Us podcast, a place for Australian teachers to tell their stories and hear from passionate educational program facilitators across Australia. Happy listening. Well, good morning. Um, welcome to our podcast. I'm Heidi and I'm here with Julie. Hi. And um, we're going to be talking with Levi this morning from Questacon in Canberra. I think it's everybody's favourite venue. Are you there, Levi? Yes, I'm here, Heidi. How are you going? <laughs> really well, thanks. So, um, Levi is one of the educators at Questacon. He's actually manager of school experience programs at Questacon, mm-hmm. which is um, quite a big title. Um, yeah. But Levi, you have um, you can remember travelling to Canberra as a Year Nine high school student from school in Melbourne. Yeah. Look. I actually think that, um, look, as a kid, I was always passionate about science. I just don't think I realized it. And because really um, science is a study of like why and how. And as a kid, I really annoyed my mum by asking those questions. Yeah. I was like, why does this happen? How does that happen? And once she cottoned on, she was, she was quick to ask me, well, what do you think? Um, and that really kind of tweaked my interest in science. And so, you know, traveling to Canberra as part of our um, year nine excursion was, was a really big deal for me. Um, it was actually from Tasmania we came from, and we came through Melbourne. Um, yeah. And so coming from a small town in Tasmania, it was, you know, coming to the big city of Melbourne and then travelling all the way to Canberra, it was a, it was a big deal, and, and it was something that I still rem- remember today. Um, I think that really with with school excursions, I've kind of been on, on both sides of it. I've been a student, mm. and then I've also been a what you would call a teacher. I was an integration aide, but... Um, and you know what the kids learn on um, on their excursions is really yes yes we teach them science yes they get taught history civics citizenship nature but the biggest thing that I think that they learn and I learned as being a little bit of a mummy's boy myself was that I learned resilience and oh. I learned that I could I could do things myself so I think that was a big takeaway I came out from my year nine excursion and I think a lot of kids. You know, now they do year year six instead of year nine, but mm. they uh, yeah, they really learn that resilience, and and you see it on the excursions, and you, and you see the passion of the teachers as well. That you know they're taking time out of their their day really to and their week and you know mm. personal time just to take these kids out on excursions. So yeah, it's, yeah, a, it's that's a really right. valuable thing. And that's yeah. the thing um, that I always tell our team to remember is the teachers that are going on excursion are leaving their own families at home that week to actually go away, you know, um, and look after 30 or 100 children or yeah. whatever yeah. it is. And yeah, yeah. Yeah, so we try to make sure that we make it as easy for them as possible. Hey, yeah, no, and definitely the, the tour operators do that for sure. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Um, yes, you're right. Your excursion was from Tassie, not from Melbourne. Sorry. I oh, was, yeah. I was focusing on your time in Melbourne and thinking, um, does that mean that you're a um, Melbourne coffee snob at all? No, I don't. I don't actually drink coffee. Um, oh. Coffee for me is something that uh, if I drink it, I don't get to sleep. And so I find sleep being a little bit more important than coffee. So, right. so unfortunately, I don't, I don't drink too much coffee. I, I've got a lot of friends and they can spend hours talking about coffee, but not myself. <laughs> uh-huh. so, so no advice on where the best spot to go 
<laughs> no, no, I don't know. I could tell you. I could look it up and tell you, but that's about it. I, I wouldn't know what's a good coffee to be we, honest. We go from verbal advice, don't we? Yeah, we do. Personal <laughs> recommendation. I've got a couple of favourites in Canberra, actually. The Knox, I'd say. Um, okay. Yeah, and up at Watson, I think it is, and the yeah. Cupping Room. Oh, yes. oh yeah. yeah. So I've been to the Cupping Room definitely for their food. Um, yes, and when yes, a friend came up, food. Yeah, he had to go up there because he wanted owner coffee. He was like, owner coffee is what I want. And so yeah. he, uh, he went to the cupping room and got it from there. So. so, Levi, you've been interested in science since a very young age. How did you score the peak science job in Australia <laughs> of working at Questacon? Uh, look, I think two things. One, one is that I knew about Questacon from, from being there as, as part of my trip, but um, I think really my wife and I moved up from Melbourne to Canberra to for me to work at Questacon because of that, you know, it's basically that synergy of education and science and those two things that um, I really enjoy and really passionate about. And, and look, I've worked in many different teams at Questacon and got to, you know, experience, you know, teaching the science. I've got to experience, you know, um, working on the operations of the, the centre and then now now working part of the school experience program, which is really just an uh, overblown title for group bookings. Ah, <laughs> oh, so. that's so funny. <laughs> yeah. No, I think manager of school experiences sounds so much more. Um, mm, it sounds very, very uh, pretty high, doesn't it? It but, does. Yeah, group booking. It does. But yeah, really enjoy it. I reckon there must be, oh, you know, a thousand people waiting in line saying, can I have the next job at Questacon? <laughs> Yeah, look, it's very popular and, and look, the people that we have here are so passionate and definitely passionate about science and, you know, I came in here thinking that I knew a lot but, man, there are some people here that know so much about science and so passionate um, in in how they, they communicate that science to the kids and, and you see it when the kids come in, they, they have a great time and get to go around and try out all the different exhibits, the 200 yeah. exhibits that we have at Classicon. So, yeah, they do. Really so... For any of the teachers listening who've actually never travelled to Canberra or never taken their school students to Canberra, um, can you give us a bit of a description about um, what Questacon is, what programs are there, what exhibits and things? Um, yeah, what does a typical school group visit look like? Yeah, so I think the main thing about the way Questacon is designed as a building is centre is that it's really designed for hands-on inquiry-based learning. So it's really a thing where kids get to explore the things themselves. They get to go in, they get to try things. Like It's, it's not a place that's like a museum where, where you can't touch anything. You pretty much, anything that's a button, you press it. Uh, anything that you need to turn, you go and turn it. Um, it's got so much interaction. Um, really, you can go into each gallery and you can find different things that you can talk about you know, whether it be about physics, whether it be about chemistry, whether it be about nature. Um, you know, we've got space with the moon there as well. So mm. really you can go into to any of the galleries and the, the teachers get to have fun as well. I know I've taken groups around that are that are older groups and you see them like they were graduate students and they, they came into Gallery 1 and you can kind of see them being like, oh, we're a little bit too cool for this. But uh-huh. once they start trying out the exhibits, you see them straight away. By the time they go into gallery two, they were running around like little kids, you know, like, oh, let's try this one out. Oh, let's go in under here and let's go see what this mirror does and everything like that. So 
it's something where they are, the kids get to have a lot of fun and it's a big difference from a regular classroom. And that, that's really what we're, we're trying to do, trying to make it interactive, make it fun, but also sneakily teach them something as well. And so not just um, participating in the self-guided visit element of that, you also have science shows available at various times throughout the day? Yeah, so we yeah we have our day um, our day bookings, which is pretty much you come in every fifteen minutes. We have a certain amount of allotment of slots. You come in um, and you get to go around the centre. But then there's also shows on. Usually they're on at um, depending on how busy the day is, but it could be up to three shows in the morning and three three shows in the afternoon. They go for thirty minutes. They're usually on a certain topic. Some of our most popular ones are Awesome Earth, um, Engineering, the the Move It Show, Engineering. Um, rockets 101, which is they they let off back ten rockets within that thirty minutes, um, wow. and then also um, the BOC Liquid Nitrogen Show, which is probably our most popular show, and it's really amazing getting to see the the differences in uh, the physical states of kind of matter, where you can see it as a solid, a liquid, a gas, and and get some really cool uh, experiments in there as well. It's so good. The students, the the kids, just yeah, have a ball. What would you say the most popular um, activity is at Questacon? Uh, look, by far, the thing that the kids love the most is the uh, is the slides, so free fall. <laughs> yes. So that's a six How did we know you were going to say that? 6.7-metre slide and the kids just, they get to the bottom and you talk to them at the bottom and they are really nervous. And I have to say that when I first did it as a kid as well, I was I was very nervous too, but yeah, 6.7 metres and you tell the kids, you're like, it's only 6.7 metres and you see their eyes kind of get a little bit wider and you're like, look, if that worries you, it's only two stories and you see their eyes get a little bit wider again, you're like, no, no, it's all okay. <laughs> um, but they, they love the slide. And again, it's really going back to that, that point on resilience that you see the kids and they, they push through that fear. Some of them are amazing how they push through that fear and they go down and as soon as they've gone down, you, you see the beam on their face at the bottom and they're like, can I do it again? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, which is pretty much straight away that's what they want to do. Once they've done it and go, oh, it's not as bad as I thought. But um, that line is long, right? <laughs> the line yeah, is it long. can be. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it can be quite long, but yeah, great fun. And they get to put on the, the uh, orange jumpsuits as well, which makes them feel like they're kind of in prison and they're trying to escape. So <laughs> you play on that sometimes as well with them just to kind of take their mind off their fear. So yeah, it's, that, that would be our most popular exhibit for sure. Yeah. I thought it might have been. Um, yeah. And Levi, tell us about the um, Q by Night program. Yeah, so apart from the day programs, we obviously have our Q by Night program, which is after hours. And the, the best thing about the after hours program is that it's basically you and maybe one or two other groups in the centre and it's closed off for everyone else. Yeah. Um, the, yeah, the, the other thing with it is that the the um, staff actually go around with the students as well on a Q by Night. So they get to go to all the major parts of the gallery. So they go to the, the earthquake lab, they see the lightning cage, they, they get to go down free fall, they go to the shop, which is, you know, a weirdly enough. One it's of a our highlight. Most, yeah, it? yeah <laughs> it is a massive highlight, our shop. That's which up is, there just really after the slide, I reckon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. What gadget can I um, buy? <laughs> yeah, pretty much. And look, you see them sometimes how tired they are. You can see them just sitting there with like two things in their hand, just like, which one do I buy? And they're so wrecked from the day, but, you know, yeah. they've had a great day as well. But yeah, so 
the, the night experience is, is really fun um, and they get to go with the staff. The staff get to kind of yeah. get to know them a little bit more and um, get to give them some really interesting sights along the way. And just less people being in Questacon at the time means that they, you know, probably get more opportunity to participate in some of the, it's a bit more exclusive. Yeah. Yeah, yeah for sure. Look, we, we definitely try and make sure that we keep our groups away from each other during the day as much as possible in yeah. our bookings. But every now and again, it's very busy. Um, and so it, there can be some some galleries where, you know, you can have a couple of groups in there. But it's really good because if they if they go into a gallery and there's too many people in there, they can just move on to the next one and then go back there after as well. Um, yeah, whereas at the right. night time, they pretty much move through the galleries and it's all there just for them. So mm-hmm. that's pretty, pretty special for them at night. Hey, Levi, we were there in January with you, which was a great experience for our team. Mm, yeah. And um, I don't know how long the robotics gallery has been there, but that was definitely new for me. I hadn't seen that before. Do you want to tell our listeners a little bit about um, the robotics gallery? It's quite amazing. Yeah, so that one's born or built uh, in Gallery 1. So before it was colour. And before that was Above and Beyond, which is all about flight. So flight and then colour and then now about robotics. So it's not just about robotics and how robotics works. It's kind of how we interact with the, the robotic technologies that, that we have. And kind of the really interesting part is that right down the middle, there's a whole bunch of um, areas where you can answer questions about robotics. And there'll, there'll be questions like, you know, do you think a robot can have feelings? You know, would you trust a robot to do these certain things for you? And it actually kind of collaborates everyone's results and puts them up on a big screen at the back. And so you can see what people think about it, you know. Mm. And some of it can be like, you know, do you trust a robot? And, you know, it might be 50% say yes and 50% say no. But it's very interesting about how we interact with with robotic technology. And, and I think sometimes you don't think about some of the things that we, we interact with and that, yeah. that they are kind mm. of a, a, a pretty advanced technology that we just kind of see like obviously our phones are probably the biggest one yeah yeah we just see the screen we don't even realize that the screen you know it produces all those colors but really it's only coming from three different colors three different lights um red green and blue and that makes all those colors and i think if you zoom in on that you can actually see you know how that works and um if you were to open it up in the back you would see all the electronic components that went into it and and how complex it actually is. And I think probably a, a good example of that is RoboQ. He's, he's kind of the, the same type of thing. You actually get to see some of the technology behind the making of a robot. So, yeah, yeah it's very interesting gallery and one that we hope is in for a while, but who knows? We, we've got a few galleries that, that might be uh, changing up soon or You've got new exhibits some, that might be coming in. Yeah. Some in the pipeline, think, some in the wings. Yeah. Yeah. Some on the horizon that I've been told I'm not allowed to talk about because uh, I haven't been watched yet. But there's a few things coming. <laughs> yeah, just whet your appetite a little bit. But yeah, it's so exciting. It's always changing, and um, mm. so that robotics gallery gets a little bit into artificial intelligence, doesn't it? Yeah, 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 yeah definitely. So, um, look, artificial intelligence is always one of those things that they uh, play up on the movies, and mm. there are a few things that that can be a concern with artificial intelligence. I know that the, yeah. all that uh, data mining, that's probably one of the yeah. more concerning parts. But at the same time, you know, there's a there's actually a, a robot head in there that you can talk to and you can ask it questions. Yeah, and I remember that basically head. It, it, was yeah, a little bit, it was a little bit 
Oh, disconcerting, shall I say. <laughs> I wanted to say creepy, but <laughs> I'd be interested to know how the different aged people think about that. You know, what does mm. a young child think when they see that compared to you know, our age? Yeah, <laughs> someone in their 30s. <laughs> I, think, I think that very, very young kids, don't think about things yeah. quite as much as when they're a little True. bit older. And you actually see it on the slide as well. Some very young kids that are only just, you know, tall enough or just high enough to go on, they go down the slide like straight away. And it's because they don't understand that fear that they should have, whereas they get a little bit older yeah. and, and things change pretty quickly. And I think it's the same with that robot. The, the real little kids are just like, oh, something's moving. That's amazing. And then they get a bit older. It's like, oh, that's a little bit different. And then obviously yeah. my age... We we look at it and go, oh, why? How does it know that the answer to that question? Like, yeah, that's oh, what's, right. What's been programmed into it? So, yeah, there's some really interesting stuff in there, anyway. And as you said, the shop, the kids just love the shop. We try to tell the um, the teachers, you know, if tell your students to save their money for the Questacon shop. Um, yeah, look, I I think what they really do in the shop well is that they give them things that is something that's interesting for them, yep. but is also something that teaches them something as well. So you have something like the levitator and like it's really interesting that, you know, it, it raises up by itself. It kind of sits there. It looks like it's got nothing underneath it. Um, you can spin it and everything, but, you know, you, you look about the science of magnets behind that and, and how it works and it's very, very interesting stuff. And I think they've actually just brought out some uh, special holiday survival packs actually, which is all about, you know, oh. kitchen science, fly glide mount so the the online shop is still open even though unfortunately the oh, yes. physical centre isn't open at the moment but our online shop kitchen is still going kitchen survival on. pack is that right is that the kitchen talking? science um, kitchen and science. then there's like a Questacon essential kids bundle um, there's a fly glide and bounce pack so things that kind of help especially with uh, parents at the moment who are who are becoming teachers yes. um, out of necessity whether they like it or not that, exactly just some things for them to use that that they can that's they can, great. Uh, teach their kids to, yeah. To yeah we'll actually put that link in um in the description on this podcast mm. so that people can find that and i think yeah. you've got some other online resources and things too so we'll we'll put those yeah on. yeah definitely. yeah so we've definitely got uh questacon at home which is again you know aimed at those those home teachers now yeah. um just some resources for them that they can go on they can pretty much go onto our website and and see those resources. And look, we've got the YouTube page and the Instagram page as well, and they've got a whole bunch of science videos. We've got experiments, you know, and so there's there's a whole bunch of things that teachers and parents alike can use on, on our website in this time before we go, hopefully, fingers crossed, back to um, normal. Hey, Levi, um, I'm just wondering whether you have got a little science um piece of trivia or some oh, kind of yes, little thing yes. that you can teach us. Are you going to test us? <laughs> no, I'm not going to test you. I will Love ask you, you a question, but I, I think you are, you'll you'll be fine with it. So okay. I think the thing I wanted to talk about was our lightning cage. And so I want to talk about the sound of lightning. So oh. as you know, at Questacom, we have the lightning cage yep. and you guys would have seen it when you came through, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah, yeah, what was the thing, what was the thing that surprised you about the lightning cage? Oh, gee. No. Yeah, no. I don't know. Sorry. Uh, well, I think the thing that surprised me when I went to it the first time was the sound that the, the lightning made. It makes like this buzzing, popping, crackling it sound. And it's quite loud as well. Yes. Yeah. 
Right. Yeah. And so, yeah. well, that sound actually comes because the lightning is really hot. And so the air around the, the lightning expands really quickly. And that's what makes that sound. So ah. think about it like a balloon. When you pop a balloon, the air from the balloon rushes out of it really quick and you obviously hear a big, loud bang, don't you? Yes. So unlike the lightning cage in nature, lightning is, is probably even hotter than, than our lightning cage and it can get up to like mm, around about 5,000 degrees Celsius. Wow. Um, which is about five times hotter than the surface of the sun. And uh-huh. so when it strikes, it makes a very, very loud sound, which is obviously what we call thunder. There you so go. I did just, not know that. Thunder is just the expansion of air very quickly when lightning strikes. And so I think the thing to, to take away from this is next time you blow up a balloon, just remember you're basically creating mini thunder, which kind of technically makes you the god of thunder, I think. <laughs> right? <laughs> oh, that's so funny. <laughs> I'm actually scared of balloons because I know as soon as there's a balloon blown up, it's going to pop and I will jump yeah. and yell. It is a funny feeling, isn't it? Blowing it it's, up and it's It's your that face. anticipation, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's yeah. right. Well, I yeah. did not know that. So that is something that you have taught us today. Yeah, that me too. Oh, great. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, That it's the sound of the air expanding. Is that right? Yeah. Yep. Yep, exactly. Yep. Perfect. Look at that. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love it. Oh, thanks so much for for your time today, Levi, and um, and sharing all of that info with our listeners. That's great. Yeah. We'll put a couple of those resources um, in the description on that podcast so that anyone who's interested can find that information for themselves, either for their class at school or, as you say, all the parents at home that are suddenly finding themselves being yeah. impromptu teachers. And Yeah, um, look. Yep. Thank, thanks so much for having me. It's, it's been great, great little uh, difference from my work from home. And yeah, I yeah, really hope uh, you guys continue with the podcast and definitely talk to some of the other amazing attractions that we have here in Canberra as well. Yeah. They'll have a lot to say. Yes, we've caught up with a few already and we have a few more in the pipeline. So it's yeah. just great being able to share everybody's um, expertise with, with the rest of Australia. Yep. It's fantastic. Yeah. yeah and. Look, I look forward to hearing from the teachers as well to what they have to say because I know it's been pretty challenging for them as well. And teachers definitely do not get paid enough money, that's for sure. (laughs) That's true. We'll back you on that one. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Great, Levi. Well, thank you again and we'll be in touch soon. Bye for now. All right. Thanks for having me. Okay. Bye, guys. Bye. Oh, well, that was Levi at Questacon in Canberra and um, that is one of our favourite venues to visit ourselves and also to send school groups there. We know what a fantastic time they have when they're there. Um, Yeah, so we've learnt that lightning, the sound is... The expansion of air. The expansion of air, that's it. I think we're clever scientists now. Ah, that's it. (laughs) Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed today's podcast, please leave a review. Tell us what you like and what you'd like to hear more of. Um, We'll see you next time. Have a good day.